Uh, tonight, um, we kind of got some, some, I guess, serious things to talk about tonight. Um, uh, I don't know if a lot of you guys are aware or not, um, one of our guys who had been attending here for probably about two months, um, he decided Sunday morning uh, to take his own life. Um, he committed suicide Sunday morning. And um, that's a tragedy. That's, that's devastating. That's not something that, um, I ever want to see or experience. Um, it's not something obviously that anyone ever wants to. Um, I don't know if you guys knew him or not. Um, his name was Jake. Um, he typically sat right back here. Um, in this row, he was the kid. I don't know if you got a chance to meet him or not. He spoke with a Russian accent, um, but I found out that he wasn't actually Russian, um, which was interesting. Um, but he was a good kid. Uh, he, he, he did. He loved Jesus. Um, I, last Wednesday at, um, at our communion time, uh, Zach was telling me that he got a chance to pray and to talk uh, with Jake and and J- Jake just shared that um, that he d- he did that he loved Jesus. Um, unfortunately, there were some things going on in Jake's life, um, relationship things and and just problems and issues and troubles that he unfortunately decided that those things um, were too big. And he decided to take his own life. Um, It broke my heart. Still breaks my heart. I was in um, Springfield this week and and, uh, I literally had to stop what I was doing and just cry. I'm kind of a big baby anyways. Um, but it's, an, it's, it's not an easy thing. It's, it's never, ever, ever an easy thing. <clears throat> I uh, went to Jake's funeral today. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this. Jake drove here every Wednesday night from Holden, Missouri. Um Holden, if you didn't know this, it's like an hour away, 45 minutes away. And the first night he was here was the night we had the comedian. I don't know if you guys remember that. And uh, he just showed up. I don't remember how he heard about it or how he knew about it, but he just showed up that night and uh, wandered into our room. And and uh, he came back. I, I think he only missed one Wednesday since then. And... Um, I do, uh, like I said, I, I went to his funeral today and, and I talked with his parents for a moment. <clears throat> and I do want to thank you guys. Um, 
I talked to his mom and I, and I had never met his parents and I introduced myself <clears throat> to his parents and, uh, they, they kind of lit up a little bit as, as much as someone in that state could. Uh, and the mom told me, she said, Jake loved going to your youth group. She said, ever since the first night he showed up there, he felt welcome. He felt loved. He felt like he was part of the group. And uh, I want to thank you guys for that. I want to thank you guys for doing that. There, there's a lot of people. There may be even people here tonight who step into our room and they're like, I don't even know if anybody knows me. Um, and, and obviously that's something that we are constantly trying to work on. But Jake felt loved. He, he felt like he was a part of our family here. And, and um <clears throat> And, and I'm proud of you guys for, for making someone who had a fake Russian accent and uh, who was only here on Wednesdays and he was kind of a, a quirky guy just to make him feel like he's a part of our family. And and I want to thank you guys for doing that. Um, tonight, I just want to just share for a, a little moment and then we're doing something a little bit different tonight. Um, some of you guys may... Uh, have known, maybe you knew Jake, and some of you guys, maybe you're like, I don't even know who you're talking about, and that's okay as well. Um, but tonight, um, I was talking to Josh before church tonight, and Josh is one of our leaders who helps lead our, our pre-service prayer room, and, and he handed me, I, I don't know if you've ever been in our pre-service prayer room, but we have papers like this that you can write down things that you need prayer about. And I don't know if you guys can tell, but this is like a whole stack of of papers and, and prayers and, and prayer requests that people have written down. Various people, we don't ask you to put names on them, uh, or if you want to, that's fine as well. Um, but a lot of these, every single one in this stack right here has depression written, written on it. Some of it has cutting written on, written on it. Um, emotional things written all over it. And I know a lot of you guys deal with a, a lot of things. Uh, when I was your age, um, I, I, I get, I get depression. I, I get being down. I, I get being depressed, uh, to be honest with you guys at one point in my life. And, and I know what it's like to want to commit suicide, to, to want to end it, to want it to be you. I, I've contemplated those thoughts before. I was in a dark place and, and at one time, and, and it was by God's grace that I didn't step over that line. <clears throat> but I want to tell you tonight, if you're in this room and, and you are considering that, if you have considered that, um, <clears throat> Let me share with you just for a moment why you should not do that. <clears throat> Tonight, your your potential, the potential that God has put on the inside of you, his calling, his purpose, his plan, his potential is greater than your pain. It's greater than your pain. Th- those hurts, those struggles... 
and, and I know a lot of times like it's it's a relationship or it's uh, maybe you come from a divorced home. And I was I just my brother uh, called me this afternoon and he's got a 16 year old daughter and and him and and his her mom are, are split up. They they don't and he was just telling me about struggles that they're going through and about what what she's dealing with and and I know it's not easy. I know a lot of you guys are from split homes and a lot of you guys deal with relationship problems and you deal with problems from school and problems from from friends and and maybe even problems from home but God's potential for you is greater than your pain. If you're in that depressed state of mind it's because Maybe it's because, or maybe that suicidal state of mind, maybe it's because uh, your life, it's just become unbearable. You, you can't take it anymore. I, I, I can't bear it. Maybe you've, you've tried everything there is to deal with it, and yet your world just seems to be getting darker and darker. One of the things I learned in, in my relationship with Jesus and, and battles that I've had and I've gone through and, and it's a verse that I love and I rely on all the time. And, 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 I, and it, it's this, John 10, 10 says the thief. Who's the thief? Satan, the devil, the enemy, the thief. It says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's you. He, come, he wants to take from you. He wants to destroy you. He wants you no longer on this earth. But guys, I love this next part. It's talking about Jesus. He's saying, I came that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. He's not saying, you. I just came on this earth. I just came here just to give you life. No, he's saying, I come to not only just give you life, but to give you a more abundant life, a great life, a life where we don't have to live in depression, a life where we don't have to have those suicidal thoughts. A life where we don't have to deal with those emotional issues. And it's the enemy. I, know, I want you guys to know and to realize and to recognize this. If you're hurting tonight, if you're dealing with things, if you have depression, if you have struggles, it's the enemy attacking you. He says he comes to kill and to steal and destroy. But God, he comes to give us life. We really do. We have an enemy, and and his goal in, is to rob us of our life. If you get, if you think about it like this, um, the enemy, devil, Satan. Uh, well, let me put it this way: Who does God love the most? That's us. He loves us the most, more than anything. He loves you more than anything. The enemy, the devil. Who does he hate the most? He hates God. And what could hurt God? The enemy destroying us. The enemy hurting us. And, and he's trying to hurt God by getting into our lives and destroying us. Um, his goal in, is to rob us of our life. Looking back on, on my situation, I could clearly see the potential in my life was far greater than the pain that I was experiencing. But however, at that time in my life, if you would have told me that um, during my battle, I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have taken it. I was like, that's stupid. What are you talking about? 
um, I thought I was the only one who felt the way that I felt. I, I believed that I was uh, that no one would understand what I was going through. But however, I now know that those thoughts were from the enemy and they were meant to destroy my life. Those weren't godly thoughts that he put that were in my mind. That was the enemy trying to tempt me. And at this point, I, I know some of you, uh, maybe you're sitting there and be like, but Jeremy, you don't know my story. You don't know my home life. You don't know what's going on in my life. You don't know the mess. And you're right, I don't. I don't know. I don't know everything that's going on. However, however, I do know what it's like to be where you are. And I, and I, I know that those, maybe you, you seem like you're in endless days of darkness. Um, and I had to fight hard to focus my thoughts on Christ. And as I, as I fought hard and as I began to fix my mind on Christ, I finally thought and I finally found out that suicide would have been the single most selfish decision I could have made. But like it might have relieved the pain, but it would have caused so much more pain. I would have, it would have been an overwhelming amount of suffering uh, for myself, uh, for my family for my friends, for my church. And, and I want to tell you tonight, if you're in this room and, and you, you've considered it, you're considering or you're in a really dark place uh, of taking your life, let me assure you that Jesus, even he knows what it's like to have dark days. To have people turn their back, to have people you love turn their back on you, to feel alone, to be persecuted, to be lied about, to be beaten up. And to be alone. And Jesus, he suffered and he died. And he died on a, on a Friday. And on Saturday, like it, there was silence. There was nothing coming out of there. There was silence. And, and, and it, un, undoubtedly, it probably caused a few questions and concerns of those who put their faith and their trust in Jesus. But then on Sunday, he rose again. And we can celebrate that. However, on that Saturday, if you would have asked any of Jesus' followers, is, is the pain that you're experiencing now greater than your potential future? They would have all said yes. I, I, I have a feeling they, that maybe they felt forgotten by God. They, they were abandoned. They felt abandoned by Jesus, confused about their circumstances, and they desperately wanted relief. But Sunday came. Sunday always comes. And, and the cross is proof that God can take any amount of pain in our lives and use it for progress. The cross is evidence that even when things seem chaotic or out of control or painful, that God, he's sovereign and he's in complete control. And, and he really will use things for his glory. The cross is a symbol that screams that God can really take a mess and he can turn it into a miracle. Finally, if tonight, if you're considering taking your life, you're, you're depressed. Um, let me sincerely beg you not to. You're too important. You're too valuable. You're worth so much. The world needs you to battle through the pain so you can help other people one day battle through theirs.
Don't let the enemy lie to you and tell you that you're unimportant and that, and you won't be missed because it's not true. It's not true. If you're considering do this, please take it from someone who, who's been where you are. Talk to someone you know. Talk to someone you trust. Contact one of our leaders. Call our church. Contact any of our pastors. I know from personal experience, the, the day that I confessed this to a friend was the day that, that the power of that desire to take my own life, it was broken in me. It was gone. And I believe the same will happen for you. You're way, impo- you're way too important and you matter way too much to God for suicide to be the solution. God did it for me and he, he could do it for you as well too. Jesus, I just pray for every student in this room. God, if if you can conquer death and hell and the grave, you can conquer anything that we're going through. Any struggles, any hurts, any pains. God, you are bigger than all of those things. God, I pray that you would just help us realize.